Welcome back to Mark's Madness. All right, we're spitting it out. This is weird. We're we're doing it on an off schedule. Yeah. You're doing it on an off schedule. You just got a very long episode last week where we we blathered about. So as is tradition, similar detailed regulations of work were in the South Carolina law. Bottom of page 169, if you're following along at home. Elaborate provision was made for contracting colored servants, quote-unquote, to white masters, quote-unquote. Their masters were given the right to whip moderately servants under 18. I will say there were air quotes over servants, masters, and moderately. The only thing there that deserved air quotes was moderately. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Others were to be whipped on authority of judicial officers. Ooh, good. Also, need an officer of the law to say, uh, you can go ahead and whip that Also, person. not to, to be some big, giant social shamer, because I know parenting is, is hard, and we've all been socialized for this, but if you're not tracking this, this is the root of spanking kids. Like, I'm not shitting you. This actually is. Uh, tracks, yeah. Under 18, yeah, no, no, this all comes back. Um, these officers were given authority to return runaway servants to their masters. Hmm, weird how we got those slave patrols, but we're done with the whole slavery thing. Huh, I wonder if they're going to evolve into any sort of organized uh, law enforcement force anytime (laughs) soon. The servants, on the other hand, were given certain rights. I'm curious. Their wages and period of service must be specified in writing. Okay. They were protected against unreasonable, quote-unquote, tasks, Sunday, and night work unauthorized attacks on their persons, and inadequate food. Contracting Negroes were to be known as servants and contractors as masters. Well, that's, that's convenient. Wages were to be fixed by the judge unless stipulated. Negroes of 10 years of age or more without a parent living in the district might make a valid contract for a year or less. Oh, good. Failure to make... That's, that's yeah, just no, yeah. pleasant. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. 10-year-olds in Signing indentured contracts for indentured servitude, yep. Yeah, yeah. Failure to make written contracts was a misdemeanor punishable by a fine of five dollars to fifty dollars. Oh, if you didn't uh, if you didn't sign a contract to, to sign your life away for a year for indentured servitude, you were fined. Good stuff. I I would hope that that would go to the person employing the laborer, but God, you're probably right. It's probably the other way at, around. At best, and he doesn't specify, but at best, I would say that's a both both sides would get that fine. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh Farm labor. For, five to 50. Yeah, farm labor to be from sunrise to sunset with intervals for, meal, for meals, servants to rise at dawn, to be careful of the master's property and answerable for property lost or injured. Mm, back to that protecting property thing. Yeah. Also hmm, love that, that your track. job's description is sunrise to sunset. That's just, that's a good work day. It's good, solid. Well, yeah, it's half the day. Yeah. You get the other half for yourself. Yeah, we've Do talked about the it. Haymarket Affair. We've talked about this. Yeah, yeah, once or twice. Yeah. Once or twice. Lost time was to be deducted from wages. Ah, that makes sense. Food and clothes might be deducted. All right. Servants were to be quiet and orderly and go to bed at reasonable hours. Mm. You've got a curfew. Interesting. Mm. So you had to work till dark and then be quiet and orderly and go to bed at reasonable hours. Very, yeah. very positive family raising situations. Oh, yeah. Good work thinking, life balance. Thinking highly of the children and, and, and everything that's going on for them. The, they are spending plenty of time with their children. They are out in the field with them. Yeah. Because we just established over 10 years old. Come on now. Mm-hmm. No night work or outdoor work in bad weather was to be asked, except in cases of necessity. Man, I'm sure that in cases of necessity <laughs> came in a bunch. You sure, actually get, get to raise your kids if there's a hurricane, except when the boss says, nah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, visitors not allowed without the master's consent, of course. This is, wait, wait, yeah, I mean, of course not. Yeah. That would be silly. Yeah. Servants leaving employment without good reason must forfeit wages. Masters might discharge servants for disobedience, drunkenness, disease, I don't like that one all that much, absence, etc. Mm. Enticing away the services of a servant was punishable by a fine of 20 to to $100. Man, headhunting was a dangerous profession back then. Uh, a master could command a servant to aid him in defense of his person, family, or property. What? <laughs> you could just conscript your employees Jesus into like a Christ. small militia? What the fuck? Uh, house servants at all hours of the day and night and at all days of the week must answer promptly all calls and execute all lawful orders. So, so much for the no night work if you're a house servant. I Holy really, cow. really appreciate that this is definitely totally different than the slavery that was abolished definitely very very different, different. It, i yes. mean this feels it, i mean there are rules now 
David, yes. there are rules. The right to sell farm products without written evidence from employer was forbidden in South Carolina. This is the one state where you can't go sell a rake unless you got permission. Uh, and so, oh, and some other oh, states. Farm so, God damn it, DeVoice. <laughs> you always do that to me. All right. I assumed it was farm products was like cotton and stuff. Uh, no, like. yeah. I assumed it yeah, was the probably. product I, of the farm. Yeah, I guess. Not the, not the hoe. We're translating and, and we're just very grumpy because everything in here is shitty, but I should probably not be an asshole yeah, about translating. Well. I should like still be good about doing it earnestly. Uh, a person of color who is in the employment of a master engaged in husbandry shall not have the right to sell any corn, rice, peas, wheat, and other grain, any flour, cotton, fodder, hay, bacon, fresh meat, or any kind of poultry to any of any kind, animals of any kind, or any other product of the farm, without having written evidence from such a master or some person authorized by him or from the district judge or magistrate that he has the right to sell such a product. Nathan is nodding because he knows he's correct, and I'm nodding because it's once again Du Bois just telling us we would shut up. <laughs> I have learned, Dr. Du Bois. I'm learning slowly, but I'm getting there. <laughs> there were elaborate laws covering the matter of contracts for work. You don't say, didn't we just discuss elaborate laws? I was about to say, Jesus. A con- du-, du Bois, you're about to start getting summarized. <laughs> A contract must be in writing, and usually, as in South Carolina, white witnesses must attest to it and a judge approve it. In Florida, it just keeps getting better. In Florida, contracts were to be in writing, and failure to keep the contracts by disobedience or impudence was to be treated as vagrancy. In Kentucky, contracts were to be in writing and attested to by a white person. In Mississippi, contracts were to be in writing and attested to by a white person. And if the laborer stopped okay. work, oh, there his wages were forfeited <laughs> for a year. He could Holy be arrested God. and the fee for his arrest must be paid by the employer and taken out of his wages. So you you get to – it's not even bail. You're fined for getting arrested. <laughs> Go work at a chain gang. By the way, we've docked your pay, and then we find you out of the docked pay. Uh, Yeah, no, that tracks. There were careful provisions to protect contracting employer from losing his labor. Oh, good. There we go. In Alabama, when any laborer or servant, having contracted as provided for the first section of his act, shall afterward be found before the termination of said contract and the service of employment of another, that fact shall be prima facie. That's one of the Latin words. Facia. Prima facie. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Do you know what that means? Because I don't. On its face, I believe. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Shall be prima facie evidence that such a person is guilty of a violation of this act. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And if he... if you're right about that definition, no, that, that jives uh, so and it's prima, terrible. Prima facie, prima facie means based on the first impression, accepted as correct until proven yeah, otherwise. Yeah, so basically, basically on its face, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if he fail and refuse to forwith discharge the said laborer or servant after being notified and informed of such a former contract and, uh, and employment. So basically, sorry, dude, if you hired someone who's already hired, you got to give them back. They're definitely not a servant, but they've got to serve their old master. Um, or definitely right. not a slave. I mean, I'm, I'm, They're a servant to their old master. Yeah. No. There we go. Yeah. There we go. We've got the terminology right now. Miss, got Mississippi there. provided that every civil officer shall and every person may arrest and carry back to his or her legal employer any freedman, free Negro, or mulatto who shall have quit in the service of his or her employer before the expiration of his or her term of service without good cause. <laughs> who gets to pick good cause, by the way? Um, and said officer and person shall be entitled to receive for arresting and carrying back every deserting employee aforesaid the sum of $5 and 10 cents per mile from the place of arrest to the place of delivery. And the same shall be paid by the employer and held as a set off for so much against the wages of said deserting employee. Oh, by the way, uh, the employer contractually has to have a till for when you get arrested and sent back. Yeah. Um, and yep. there's, there's a swear a jar for, for running away from work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was provided in some states like South Carolina that any white man, whether an officer or not, could arrest a Negro. That's a, there's no yeah, way that's going to get that's, abused. Nope. Nope. That's that's solid. That's flawless. Uh Upon view of a misdemeanor committed by a person of color, any person present may arrest the offender and take him before a magistrate to be dealt with as with the case may require. In case of a misdemeanor committed by a white person toward a person of color, any person may complain to the magistrate who shall cause the offender to be arrested and according to the nature of the cause to be brought before him or be taken to trial in the district court. 
so black person, everyone can just yell citizens arrest and pile on him and take him to jail. Yeah. Uh, kind of like that, uh, that, that black Bolshevik, uh, example in the subway where they all just like arrested <laughs> the drunk dude for being rude to Harry Haywood and took him to jail. But if you're a white person who's mean to a black person, everyone can go through the normal channels and just kind of hopefully request that you get taken mm-hmm. in, you, which won't happen. Sir, because, sir, I need to escalate this. Let, let me transfer you. Yeah. Let me put can you I in see your manager? Yeah. Um, on the other hand, in Mississippi, it was dangerous for a Negro to try and bring a white person to court on any charge. You don't say. I'm going to say it was probably dangerous in South Carolina, too, Dr. Yeah. DuBois. I'm going to say it was probably not great there. In every case where any white person has been arrested and brought to trial by virtue of the provisions of the 10th section of the above recited act in any court of the state upon sufficient proof being made to the court or jury upon the trial before said court that any freedman, free Negro or mulatto has falsely or maliciously caused the arrest and trial of said white person or persons. The court shall render upon a judgment against the freedman, free Negro or mulatto for all costs of the case and oppose a fine not to exceed $50 and imprisonment in in the county jail not to exceed 20 days and for failure of said free men free negro or mulatto to pay or to cause to be paid all costs fines jail fees the sheriff the county uh required after giving 10 days of public notice to proceed to hire out at public outcry at the courthouse of the county said free man free negro or mulatto or that this is a lot of long-winded uh, legal talk, there is, I was about to say we are cut got just not gonna keep reading yeah all these no no basically basically if you're black and you accuse a white person of something and they decide he's innocent and you made it up. They, they're a referee in the hockey game and they say, you dove, you're embellishing. Um, you pay all the fines and get arrested instead. Um, yeah, which it's, is the, never- it's the concept of like pun- penalizing penal. It's that whole thing where they, they tried to make it out. Like there was just this, uh, you know, mass problem of, of people accusing people of rape unjustly. And they're like, well, we're going to make sure that if you do that, we find out that you're going to get, you know, yeah. super duper double punished. Yeah, You don't even have to have one case like- of it. You don't even have to have one person that this happens exactly. to just the fact that it's on law causes this impression that it's true which is definitely mm-hmm. not going to be used for deadly ruthless lynch mobs mm-hmm. and decades and decades of racism oh and by the way yeah. we're not even sure this hasn't happened this may have happened it's just fucking i will shit. say uh personal per- fun personal time for nathan uh i i get it it's a garbage company and and there is no ethical consumption under capitalism but my my happy time the last couple of weeks is uh, i on on my computer i've just been playing red dead redemption 2 mostly because i just want to ride horses um and i i just enjoy riding horses i don't care if they have delicately rendered testicles uh, i was gonna say isn't this really the one into. that's famous for like overworking the, the, game. Wor- the programmers yes, so that everybody. they could like yes. make horse testicles okay Rockstar, Rockstar has horrible, horrible labor practices. They're a bad group of people. Yeah. Uh, I, it, I stole the game. If it makes anybody feel any better, um, <laughs> you I, borrowed I'm, so, I mean, permanently, not, Nathan. Borrowed permanently. No, I stole it. I, I straight up stole it. Come at me. Come at me, Rockstar. Um, but uh, he is shirtless, it, it, saying it, it, this, by the way, just so you know. So he's picking a fight. Yeah. No. 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 Very. Very vibes. Very. Come. Come at me right now, Rockstar. Right now. Come at me. Um, the uh, one of the one of the things in that game later on is that one of the few groups that you're just allowed to kill with impunity uh, is the KKK. Oh, that's and nice. It's yeah, very, very enjoyable yeah. for me to just roam the hills. There's actually two groups that I can kill with basic impunity. One of them is a rogue group of uh, of Civil War Confederate soldiers that uh, that are fighting for their freedoms that I can just murder them and everyone's cool with it because they suck. Uh, and then the KKK. And it's fun. And also a little disingenuous because they, the KKK is not some like slapstick group of idiots. Yeah, no, they were malicious. They were awful. They were yeah. evil. But Rockstar basically well, makes every one of them There's out been to be two implementations of them, and everyone is is yeah. evil, well funded, um, not stupid and competent. You know, trailer trash no. like people make you think. I mean, they no, are that is they know what they're exactly. doing. They are ruthless bastards. It is fun, though, that every one of them in this game is the dumbest, most pompous asshole. Like, all of them, like, you you find letters on their body. It's, like, written home to Ma's like, Father, I regret to inform you that I cannot tolerate your presence anymore. I have studied the grand sciences and know that the races should not mix, and I will not hear from this. And it's just very funny to see that after I have uh, immolated him with a Molotov cocktail. Nice. And I just go, ha, ha, you stupid racist. Nice. This is fun. My horse is going to poop on you now. Nice. Um, 
this has been a look into how Nathan's keeping himself sane during quarantine, guys. Welcome to my. Don't judge me. We all have our, we all have our I things don't we're doing. Think anyone's going to judge you. Like, how dare you play video games, man? Just uh, you know what? I feel bad. I feel my own guilt about it. I get it. I've struggled. <laughs> no ethical consumption under capitalism. <laughs> okay. Mississippi declared that any freedman, free Negro, or mulatto committing riots, routes, affairs, any any black person that did wrong uh, or disturbed the peace or was drunk. Uh, could be fined not less than ten dollars and not more than a hundred dollars, and they could be in prison. So, black people, you're getting thrown in jail in Mississippi for up to thirty cool. days. You guys up to thirty days. Yes, uh, up to thirty days. Um, it, it, we're still not summarizing Du Bois. Um, that is just it's getting wordy. That is, I'm not summarizing Du Bois. I'm summarizing legal codes from 1860. That is true. These are these are actual quotes. Uh, I am a little sad that you stopped just before malicious mischief because that's just a fun little alliteration. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. Do some Harry Potter mischief managed nonsense and get away with it. Yeah. Poo. I'm going to do some shenanigans. If they commit any shenanigans, they shall be in prison for a term of 10 days. As to the other civil rights, the marriage of Negroes was for the first time recognized in the southern states and slave marriage is legalized. Hey, did you know when you you legalize marriage in an oppressed group, magically you're the best place to to talk about that group's rights and you're the the leader in that group's rights? David, I had one. I had one decent sentence in this so far. I don't know what twenty minutes of garbage. <laughs> don't take this away from me right now, okay? Give me one moment of non bleakness. I'm just saying, uh, rainbow imperialism is bad. I yes, rainbow imperialism sucks. As to the other civil rights, the marriages of Negroes was the first time recognized yeah, in the no, Southern states no, and slave good, marriages good legalized. Thing, good thing. Yes. Okay. South Carolina said in general that the statutes and regulations concerning slaves are now inapplicable to persons of color. And although such persons are not entitled to social or political equality with white persons, they shall have the right to acquire, own, and dispose of property, to make contracts, and to enjoy the fruits of their labor, to sue and be sued, and to receive the protection under law in their persons and property. Florida forbade colored and white persons respectively from intruding upon each other's public assemblies, religious or other, or public vehicle set apart for their exclusive use under punishment of pillory or stripes or both. Ooh. So again, now we're back to we're back to very explicit de jure, not, or not even de facto, like by law, Jim Crow. Yeah. Um, as we understand it, existed at this time. Well, yeah, I mean, already. these were the precursor to Jim Crow. These are the black codes. This is, I mean, what you, these are yeah. the black codes. But so this is again from the very moment that this that this you know transition started happening, we had these laws on the books. Yeah, and for uh, for anyone general, who doesn't know the yeah. word pillory, that's that little like head hands you know thing. Which when you're in the stocks, yeah, you're in the stocks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, yeah. everybody cartoonishly thinks, ah, you know, shame and throw tomatoes. And sure, that should happen too. But the, the stocks are your no, that's torture. Yeah, it's absolute torture. It's incredible pain it's in the torture. baking sun. It, it's not good. Yeah, and not exactly a, a stance. You try and stand in that position for more than yeah. an hour or two, and 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 come come yeah, at. No, it's it's uh, it's not I'm, just I'm asking everyone to come at it's me. Not this just ha ha cartoon tomato. It's it's straight up torture. It's not good. No. Not a good. Situation. No, it's not great. Very generally, Negroes were prohibited or limited in their ownership of firearms. Oh, it goes back that far. Mm-hmm. In Florida, for instance, it was unlawful for any Negro or mulatto or colored person to own, use, or keep in possession under control any Bowie knife. Oh, no Rambo for them. Uh, Dirk. Get your dirk, sword, firearms, or ammunition of any kind, unless by license of the co- county judge or probate. Okay, I'm sure there were a lot of those licenses. So given you out. cannot, you can own people if you're white, but not technically. That's but, abolished. You have to do it by contract. But if you but are you can't have a short sword. But if you are black, you cannot have a short sword, a gun, or a very tall basketball player, or a large knife. Not a short knife. But the kind of knife that an Australian man would whip out and let you know this is, in fact, a knife. Yeah. <laughs> that one, off the books. Alabama had a similar law, making it illegal to sell, give, or rent firearms or ammunition of any description to any freedman, free Negro, or mulatto. Mississippi refused to arm Negroes. No freedman, free Negro, or mulatto, not in the military service of the United States government, and not licensed to do so by the board of police of his or her county, shall keep or carry firearms of any kind or any ammunition. Dirk, again, how many Dirks were roaming around in the Confederate states, for fuck's sake, or Bowie knife? I don't know. And on conviction thereof in the county court shall be punished by a fine not exceeding $10 fine. Um, so, again, this is back to I do find it funny that any, you know, you go to Second Amendment 
and they they oh, really yeah. are big on this. The, the United States shall make no law that infringes on. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of these laws that are infringing very explicitly. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. And and I mean, we rightly point out like Reagan wrote the first gun control law, and the the party of Reagan people are you know. Arr. But um, oh, that's not the first gun control. Well, law, the, for first, the first, the uh, first <laughs> in the modern, the, the like, modern or recent modern. memory. But, but it goes back we've to had here. Gun control since the country yeah, came it, I mean, it goes back to here, right? I mean, this is what the Second Amendment means, and the people. I'm sure there's there's plenty of people, just like with libertarians and shit like that. There's some amount of people that actually believe the words of the dog whistle, or got roped in by believing the words of the dog whistle, and just cognitive dissonance themselves walking backwards to the racism but most of the people saying that shit they know they mean guns for white people and only white people they fucking know it that's what yeah. they want they don't care you know that they, yeah. they they fly their snake flag next to their trump flag next to their confederate flag next to their nazi flag when they're in their house um blue lives know, matter. They, they they have the blue lives matter flag after yeah all. they have their their blue lives matter punisher skull tattooed next to the iron cross and the, the ss bolts they they know who they fucking are and they're marching in Belarus. Mm-hmm. Uh, a South Carolina Negro could only keep firearms on permission in writing from the district judge. Persons of color constitute no part of the militia of the state, and no one of them shall, without permission in writing from the district judge, be allowed to keep a firearm, sword, again, or military weapon. That is very interesting to me that they specify. This goes back to that. It's a completely banal thing, but when they specify, did they mean militias get guns or they mean everybody get guns they says since a person of color can't constitute the militia they don't get a gun yeah so that's an interesting interesting interpretation for mr scalia to go back to when he uh, rolls over <laughs> in his fucking grave may you rot in hell you son of a bitch. And you know he supported uh, every goddamn one of these black guns of course he did uh black people can't keep guns in south carolina either that summarized that paragraph the right of buying and selling property was usually granted but sometimes limited as to land mississippi declared that all freedmen free negroes and mulattoes may sue and be sued in plead and be in pleaded in all the courts of law and equity of this state and may acquire personal property and chooses in action by dissent or purchase Okay. Wow, there's a lot of words. Can you so, look up C-H-O-S-E-S? What the hell is a choses? I think it's just a typo. I don't think it is. Oh, no. Dr. Boys don't make no, typos. No, no. Uh, don't you it assume is, the Harvard man is, made a typo? In law, chose is a synonym for chattel. So yeah. when you're not talking about people, you're talking about livestock, etc. right? Okay. That's that's what that's so what they can own property and livestock or yeah. any kind of chattel in action. By yeah, they obviously. Okay, I right. mean, again, you know, they didn't reconstitute chattel slavery for black people to own them. No, but this is they not, could own the yeah. the the livestock that black there. people were equated to under chattel slavery. Yeah, um, plead is a specific type of lawsuit. Um, mm. Yeah. So basically, what it is is uh, the defendant is. Uh, let's see what it says to just pro- sue or prosecute by judicial proceedings. The corporation has the power to be plead impleaded, which means they, they lose the lawsuit, but they're not liable. Um, All right. So, we're immediately stopping there because no one gives a fuck about uh, um, banal minutia about uh, legal code. Yeah. Provided this is the important part here, provided that the provisions of this section not be construed as to allow any freedman, Negro, or mulatto to rent or lease any land or tenements except in incorporated towns or cities in which places the corporate authorities shall control the same. Basically, the whole point of this whole list of things they can do is to very explicitly list what they cannot do, which is own land. Because again... They know what capitalism is, and they know that as long as they're allowed, you can own and buy things within the system all you want. We need labor. We need people buying and selling and all of this kind of stuff. What we cannot have is the possibility of you reaching above your station and becoming a landlord because we know that ownership of land is a giant, giant part of, of 
changing your mm-hmm. class consciousness, changing your class structure, and 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 moving within that, that yeah. realm that was but not going to happen before uh, the 2008 recession. Because remember, before the Great Depression, um, they were crisis, and after the Great Depression, panics. There were panics. panics. God dang it! We changed that I, at some point. I think I said it incorrectly that I started saying crisis. They they were panics. panics yes. Before no, that. and I'm even Thank the one you, that Vicky, was. You pointed that out at one point. I'm even the one that was knowledgeable about that and just that, that that's that's just how the brain works you you get a word in your head and it's stuck in there so thank you all right yeah, so anyway before the great depression there were panics after the great depression there were sessions uh, but they're all depressions the 2008 recession basically just decimated most existing black wealth anything that could be considered a middle class you know home ownership just decimated black home ownership this was ensuring that that home ownership took a hundred years to actually happen in the first place. Yep. Yeah. Yep. This is the kind of thing when you talk again, systemic, when people talk about systemic racism, it's become this fun little buzzword now that you just use. Yeah. To, to, this to is like, explicitly like, the system. It is. Yeah, exactly. This is the law is construed in a way that guarantees inequality mm-hmm. over generations mm-hmm. yeah that is the kind of thing that you cannot just get away with by having elizabeth warren show up with blm on blocks behind her during her <laughs> little nomination thing or whatever um you don't get rid of that with fun little gestures yeah. you have to de- de- destroy that system yeah systemic yeah uh, when we talk about systemic racism and let's be very clear and this is why i said you know i mean anyone can be prejudiced but you have to be a oppressing class to be a racist and and i'm specifically talking about systemic racism when you talk about systemic racism you're talking about these explicit laws you're talking about who has power you're talking about the economic structure and who it keeps out and who it keeps in you're talking about the buy the cultural buy in the superstructure uh that the powers that be put into place to drive middle class so much as such a thing exists but mostly working class and 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 lumpen proletariat biases against these you know oppressed groups systemic racism is all encompassing but at the very root of it is the economic base and of course is the economic base what do we talk about is the point of slavery so that these plantation owners can make lots of fucking money and make capitalism actually a system that they willed into existence by giving it very cheap cotton and and then you have the actual state that works for that ruling class, whoever the ruling class may be, whether it's the bourgeoisie to maintain their power or the proletariat to get rid of all class whatsoever or reaching back farther than that. The you know aristocracy to, to maintain bloodline pl- power, you know, whatever it is, that state, the class of that state is going to write these explicit laws and the biases from the laws and the actions and the teachings of the ruling class and the superstructures they put into place is all part of that system and shouldn't be ignored. But the main base of that system is the economic base and the laws the state puts into place. And we are seeing how explicit and terrible those laws are. And and this was not that long ago. This was the 1860s. You go, the 1860s, that's back in like, you know, horse riding shit days. That was 150 years ago. I mean, existence of the world the what is in- 150 years nothing and in the existence of not even the existence of the world well, okay. 150 existence years of, of western societies of people of 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 issues that are alive and well in your community yes. when you try and wave off hand wave slavery as that happened i didn't own you and you didn't you weren't owned and so this doesn't matter uh, again, systemic issues that are put in place and allowed to fester over a hundred, 150 years is not that how that three generations. Yeah. Three, three, gener- that is not enough time to eliminate systemic problems that were not even eliminated. Yeah. And still even to a large degree aren't eliminated. And again, we want to talk about why, how can you call, you know, Kamala Harris, a black woman, a racist because she enforces systemic racism and seems to love enforcing doesn't seem to do it with any any hesitation seems to be gung-ho yeah. about enforcing she systemic racism that shit. she will and if you want to talk about a laugh huge it up part and of that up and everything yep let's get to this next sentence to, to prove that the most important and oppressive laws were with regard to vagrancy and apprenticeship mm-hmm. hmm kamala hmm truancy laws look a little bit similar to that whole vagrancy thing a little bit there maybe Huh, I wonder if wonder if you came down on that a little harder than you needed to um, and loved it and yucked it up with people about mm-hmm. it. Sometimes they especially applied to Negroes. In other cases, they were drawn in general terms, but evidently designed to fit the Negroes condition. Just like every law today. <laughs> 
Uh-huh. Again, tailored. Yeah. Tailored to who yeah, you're I trying mean, to Yeah, I mean, listen to this. You know, sometimes they explicitly, especially applied to Negroes. Maybe that sentence isn't as true today in certain laws. But then in this other case, and now we're about to describe every law in existence in the United States, they were drawn in general terms, but evidently designed to fit the Negroes' condition and to be enforced particularly with regard to the Negroes. Welcome to the American prison industrial complex. Redlining all of these things. That yeah, because if you redline, are- you have you have a neighborhood. It's you know, I mean, segregation, right? And they say separate, equal, separate but equal. But the point is to be unequal, to give the shitty things to the black people, and then keep those dirty black people away from you. But even segregation being a little less explicit, where you don't have to like go to a separate drinking fountain and go to a separate bathroom. It's it's just they redline houses, or they make you poor, and then they carve out you know poor neighborhoods and they do things like we brought up with like you know better school well, everybody wants their kid to go to a better school so you, school. you fund schools with local property taxes so now where rich people live has the quote-unquote better school so what are you always motivated to do again you know you're not you're not necessarily this um uh a uh, small business owner. We talked about you know how business owners doesn't matter if they're good or bad. They're motivated to exploit uh, their employees to the fullest to to be completely antagonistic to you. Well, now just for your own kids' schooling, whether it's renting an apartment in the region or whatever, you want to go to a quote unquote good neighborhood. You want to see housing market you know go up. You want to see the taxes go up so they can go to better schools. So you move to these wider, wealthier neighborhoods if you can afford it. And if you're miring a stuck in places that you can't afford it well there you're in collectively the larger poorer mostly black um and mostly indigenous mostly people of color you know areas and now they can take this area they've got it pretty concentrated with at least poor people generally black people and and you know added redlining you can very much see this you know with black people and they can go out and they can send a shit ton of cops there and they can make the schools you know the kind of schools where kids will get arrested for fourth degree assault and charged for the rest of their life with a felony if they're fucking 13 and push a kid in the hallway you know uh, the kind of schools where, where teachers will call the cops into to body slam a kid because you know they talked back about an answer they raised their hand to or some shit or they stuck a pencil in the ceiling that you know all kinds of kids get away with doing or, or whatever i mean that's that's what this is that's that's a big part of segregation is not only do you keep stuff separate but it's separate and unequal and a big part of that unequal is law enforcement is upholding the the carceral state and that's on just like everything else that's on a class level and that's on a racial level and that's very easy to enforce because generally on a class level means on a race level and you see that they they have fun freudian slips where they let mm-hmm. you know exactly what the codes are and all that yeah. kind of you know you don't need to be queuing on to crack these codes here guys <laughs> joe biden <laughs> Poor, poor kids are just as bright as white kids. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> we may have found here. Now there's, you, again, there's you your crime bill writing progressive alternative yeah. to Donald Trump. That's that, your guy. You know, yeah. You know, this tells you what they tell you what they think. Believe mm-hmm. them when they tell you what they really think. Yeah. They may not let the veil <laughs> slip in public all the time because that's uncouth, but they say it so much in Unless private. You are believe Tom it so much. In which case you let that veil slip oh. constantly, baby. But I am telling you the Fox rest of us, Midwest. the rest of us are sad and lonely and, and, and missing our loved ones and miring in a in a, a pandemic of death. And the Cincinnati Reds are ten and one and firing Tom Brenneman. They are living their best life. <laughs> get it. Go go get it, Cincinnati. You know what? Fine. Your chili sucks, but your ballpark lets you hit dingers, and I'm here for it. Just throw some beans on uh, it, it'd actually be good. But you, uh, uh, make it chilly and it'd be I good. Know, You're right, yeah, David. Yeah. If they made their chili chilly, it would be edible. But it's not. I, would just, I, as I want to walk into Skyline, and because they do season that beef really well, and I want to walk into Skyline with just like a can of kidney beans and pour it on there, so I can have like delicious chili mac and see if they <laughs> kick me out. I 
it's again, don't do it wrong. We make pizza incorrectly in our town. I get it. Everyone can be wrong about their their particular cultural dish. I'm just saying, Cincinnati, you're wrong. Get better. Yeah, but now I'm Uh, wondering what kind of like pork steaks or slingers or red hot riblets they make up for that with, because that's what we make up for our garbage pizza with. Uh, I mean, we also make up for our garbage pizza with toasted ravioli, which is a yes. goddamn gift from yes. heaven. So I, I will not hear war against that. Yeah. Also, gooey butter cake is the bomb. Yeah. See, these things are so inherent that, like, I, I only name like three of them because. Yeah, you forget the ones that are. Yeah, yeah, they're no, so no, normal. No. It's, yeah. it's bangers. Okay. Yeah, it's bangers. Cool. Our pizza sucks, and that's what John Boyce hates us for. But everything else is good. Yeah. The Virginia Vagrant Act. I like that alliteration. Good work, Virginia. Good, nice, nice job. I'm sure this will be great. Uh, enacted that any justice of the peace upon the complaint of one, any one of certain officers therein named may issue a warrant for the apprehension of a person alleged to be a vagrant and cause such person to be apprehended and brought before him. And if upon due examination, the justice of the peace shall find that such a person is a vagrant within the definition of vagrancy contained in the statute. Uh, we're getting, saying a lot of things without saying what a vagrant actually is. He shall issue his warrant directing such person to be employed for a term not exceeding three months. So if they find you to be a vagrant, I can punish you by saying you have to go work for this guy for two months, a month, mm-hmm. 30 days, you know, 90, anything short of three months and I'm good. Yeah. Um, the said statute further provides that in, in case any vagrant hired uh, during this term of service runs away from his employer without sufficient cause, he shall be apprehended on the warrant of a justice and return to the custody of his employer who shall then have free from any other hire the service of such vagrant for one month in addition to the original term so if you're in a shitty situation and keep trying to leave it we will just keep giving you uh plus 30 days plus 30 days plus 30 mm-hmm. it's the scene in the breakfast club where he just keeps giving the kid detention for a month it's that scene <laughs> only for employment in perpetuity essentially um the said statute specify the persons who shall be considered vagrants and liable to the penalties imposed by it among those declared to be vagrants are all persons who ha- are who not having the wherewith to support their families wonder why not idly and without employment mm. and refuse to work for the usual and common wages mm. given to the laborers in like work in the place where they are mm. <sighs> Mm, that's hmm. bad that's bad i also mm. i love every time we see these laws it's like unless you have sufficient cause and it's like okay who determines sufficient cause right oh we all know that that we, is just the and other duties as a sign right. of fucking every code here it's like <laughs> eh, we'll figure it out when we get there <laughs> in florida january 12th 1866 it is provided that when any person of color shall enter into a contract uh, to serve as a laborer for a year or any other specified term on any farm or plantation in the state, if he shall refuse to perform the stipulations of the contract by disobedience of orders, wanton impudence, and disrespect to his employer or authorized agent, failure or refusal to perform the work assigned to him, idleness, abandonment of the premises, if he if he, if he doesn't do his damn work, um, you can be taken before justice of the peace, arrested, tried by the criminal court of the county, and upon conviction shall be subject to all the pains and penalties prescribed for the punishment of vagrancy. Yes, you are Dump, you are dung. vagrant for your damned wanton impudence. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't. I would prefer not to do this job, sir. Yeah. Uh, vagrant. Yep. How dare you? How dare you? Vagrant. Talk we, back to I me. Mean, um, it's yeah. Ugh. Fucking insane. I, by the way, I love this chapter that is just a list of old timey laws and old timey law talk. And I get Man, it. He had to I, cite it. But I'm everyone is so through, bad. I'm finding it's my ways. So bad. I'm, I'm hitting my rhythm to get through yes. it. So we're going through. In Georgia, it was ruled that all persons who were wandering or strolling in idleness, mm. not gambling, <laughs> we didn't include gambling, uh, who are about, who are able to work, who have no property to support them, all persons leading an idle, immoral, or profligate life, who have no property to support Ooh. them and are able to work and don't work, all persons able to work having no visible known means of fair, honest, or respectable livelihood, all persons having a fixed abode who have no visible property to support them, and who, again, all this vi- property to support them. If you're not yeah. a landlord, you can't be an idle asshole. If you're a landlord, you're off the hook. Right, um, right. If you you can't be sh- trading or bartering love- for, buying stolen property, all professional gamblers living in idleness shall be deemed and considered vagrants and shall be indicted as such and it shall be lawful for any person to arrest said vagrants and have them bound over for trial to the next term of the county court and upon conviction they shall be fined and imprisoned or sentenced to work on the public works for not longer than a year ah we found ways to get our uh, free Mm -hmm. firefighters guys Mm -hmm. look at that um 
And they shall be fined and imprisoned or sentenced to work on the public works for not longer than a year or shall in discretion of the court be bound out to the same person for a time not longer than a year upon such valuable consideration as the court may prescribe. <laughs> if you if you do anything, I love it. if you do anything from putting money on shooting pool to throwing dice to playing poker, you get to be enslaved for a year. Hooray. Oh, no, no, you can be a professional gambler. But you have to have a full time job. Yeah, and and property. You can be a property to, to show that. Yeah. yeah, or property to support. Yeah, you. and you can't be immoral. Whatever the fuck that means. That's not totally vague and able to, to slap on anything people want. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. No. No. Very much yeah. that. Very much that. Mississippi provided that all freedmen, free Negroes, and mulattoes in the state over 18 found on the second Monday in January 1866 or thereafter with no lawful employment or business are found unlawfully assembling themselves together. Oh, we're getting loitering. Uh, loitering's in here. And all white persons so assembling with freedmen. Okay. Okay. So white people can be vagrants. They just can't associate with black people. Yeah. Uh, shall be deemed vagrants and on conviction thereof be fined in the sum of not exceeding in the case of the freedmen or free Negro $50 and a white man $200. You okay, really don't want to be associated seen, uh, with a, a black person. How dare you? Yeah, holy this shit. Is, they, they, there that, is your style. Like, like, yeah, we're not segregating them. We're just segregating them. But I feel like the second Monday in January, like that's just a totally ra- – I feel like that's a day everybody's well, going to know to the point that it has like some nickname like Black Monday or no, Red Monday no, no, or some no. shit. Hold on. Don't get carried away. Second Monday in January 1866 or thereafter. Ah, that was just when the law came okay. into – That's the okay. day the law became into effect. I was it's so confused by that. That was the, threw me for a loop. Yeah. I, I, it took me for a second too, but that – yeah, it's just when the – just from okay. that day forward, it's when the law gotcha. went into effect. Gotcha. <sighs> all right. More law, guys. Here I go. Section five provides that all fines and forfeitures collected under the provisions shall be paid into the county treasury. Hey, it's free parking for general county purposes. And in the case of any freedman or mulatto who shall for five days fail the imposition of a fine or forfeiture upon him for violation of any provisions of this act to pay the same, it shall hereby be made that duty of the sheriff of the property to hire out that freedman or free Negro to any person who will for the shortest period of service pay that fine and all costs. All right. This is fun. So now if I... I, now we get some uh, some some prices right action yeah. going on. If I catch you vagrant for five days, then the sheriff gets to sell you out to the lowest bidder. It's a name that tune. It's I will pay his fine for only eight days of work. Well, I'll pay it for six. Oh shit, pay that fine, and then somebody pays that fine and owns you for that a lot of period of time, mm-hmm. selling you to the lowest bidder, which is always a great way to ensure great treatment Fantastic and all of those sorts treatment. of things. Yeah. Provided a preference shall be given to the employer if there be one, in which case the employer shall be entitled to deduct and retain the amount so paid from the wage of such freemen, free Negro, or mulatto, then due or to become due, and in such case of a freedman, they cannot be hired out. He or may be dealt with as a pauper, and I'm sure those laws are perfectly great and not awful. That's, yeah. So, okay, so basically, if I catch you vagrant for five days... I have to give your uh, employer a crack, right? Like, hey, you you want to mm-hmm. you want to get them back and just dock their pay and make them work for free? No, no, cool. I bid four days for the fine. You're mine. Yep. Yeah. South Carolina declared all vagrants, all persons without fixed or known places of abode and lawful employment, all prostitutes. Oh, good, good. I was waiting for sex workers to start getting criminalized in here. And all persons wandering from place to place and selling without a license. All gamblers, idle and disobedient persons, persons without sufficient means of support, persons giving plays or entertainments without license, fortune tellers, beggars, drunkards, and hunters. All right, South Carolina, you've got the most entertaining list so far. I'll give you that. Uh, if a person of color is unable to earn his support, his near relative must contribute. Pauper funds were composed of fines paid by Negroes and taxes on Negroes. Pauper on the other hand, funds. former slaves who were... Yeah, I imagine that's probably the funds needed to, to run poorhouses, I guess would be the equivalent of uh, okay. that term, pauper. Okay, you like know, homeless I, I shelter, kind of general... et cetera, et cetera. That's paid by... I, the, free parking, the free parking example is not an awful one of yep. every fine you pay goes into this pot to yep. take care of your own thing at your time. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, that part in and of itself I don't find horribly awful, but uh, the rest of it's pretty garbage. 
um, the concept of creating some sort of social service for people that are actually indigent and cannot work for whatever reason is not uh, yeah, completely crazy. Taking the it fact from that the it's entirely are... paid for by black people, a uh, pen seems a little weird. Yeah, black people accused of not working hard enough and and yeah, not getting paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone deciding not to just take in the traditional capitalist, I will work for you in this manner uh, that you choose yeah. lifestyle seems a little weird. Anyone not running uh, to chomp at the bit where the slave conditions that are totally not slavery gets to pay for the poor people. Yeah. In Alabama, the former owner was to have preference in the apprenticing of a child. This was true in Kentucky and Mississippi. Mississippi provides that it shall be the duty of all sheriffs, justice of the peace and other cops and whatever uh, in the counties to report to the probate courts of their respective counties semi-annually at January and July, said the terms of the court. All freedmen, Negroes, mulattoes under the age of 18 within their respective counties, beats or districts who are orphans or whose parents or parents have not the means or refuse to provide support for the minors. Thereupon, it shall be the duty of the probate court to order the clerk to apprentice said minors to some competent and suitable person on such terms as the court may direct, having a particular care to the interest of said minor, provided that the former owner of said minor shall not have the preference when, in the opinion of the court, he or she shall be a suitable person for that purpose. So we talked about how like, we knew slave patrols turned into cops, and this was how it explicitly was. We also talked about something that, while appreciated by people working you know doing doing organizing in prison abolition um but not appreciated very much as a part of prison abolition from people you know on the outside generally is you know division of family services we had a nice long talk about that as we should have you know i mean or our other similar you know like unfit parenting things where they snatch your kids away now we're seeing the birth of that here yeah so, you know, if you're orphan yeah, or we just decide you're unfit parents and can't take care of your kid, uh, we get to own them. Hooray. And uh, there's, I just there's read the first sentence of, I just read the sentence. I don't want to do that. Nope. You tag. Uh, okay. South Carolina established special courts for colored people to be created in each district to administer the law in respect to persons of color. The, Why do you need separate ones? Why do you need separate ones? Why uh, do you need separate ones? The the petty juries of these courts were to consist of only six men, so you don't you don't get a full jury. You get a six man jury. Uh, the local magistrate shall be especially charged with the supervision of persons of color in his neighborhood, their protection, <laughs> quote unquote protection, and the pre- uh-huh. prevention of their misconduct, which they're pre- protecting. No paternalism there. Yeah, no. Uh, public order was to be secured by the organization of 45 or more militia regiments. Militia's out for your protection to make sure you don't do anything bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, capital. Wait, wait. An armed militia that patrols the area to make sure I'm following the rules. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 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 And they're there to, I mean, hmm. they're, they're there to, to, to protect you and I'm sure serve you while they're doing it. Right. I mean, that's, yeah, that's their serve, job. Protect and, yeah. And serve. Yeah. yeah no. Both, both of the food groups, both those things. Yeah. Um, so capital punishment. And they were explicitly to be clear, to be clear, just to just clarify these, these roaming patrol militias that were there to protect and serve us were created explicitly to keep black freedmen and, ex-slaves working working hard working hard as uh what were they legally called servants for um who were legally called masters yeah no that's Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. so that's explicitly where that came Mm -hmm. from yeah okay all right just checking just just making sure yep uh capital punishment was provided for colored persons guilty of willful homicide assault upon a white woman (laughs) okay uh and oh good that one never got abused oh god impersonating uh-huh, her husband uh-huh. for carnal purposes guys 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 we're doing a we're doing a weird science guys yeah. we're doing a revenge of the nerds it's a revenge of the nerds raising a, how ex- no, no, no 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 we're pausing uh, on that one for a second because okay. i need to I know how the fuck that, that works so bad pausing it's paused no, we okay the way it. the way it works how do you impersonate a person's husband for sex the way, how do you do that the way it works the way it works outside of a Revenge of the Nerds rape scene that wouldn't happen in real life um, is that a black a white woman has sex with a black man. 
Uh, she no, I she know gets... how it practically works. I'm trying to figure out how they think the actual Houdini part of no, it works. No, they know. This I know is, how they this abuse is, it. This is this is a this is one of those like dog bullhorns where everyone knows what it really means. Um, okay, so she I'm just has... saying they wrote in a code that says she got confused and thought yeah. that the black man was her white husband. Yeah. and somehow he tricked her. Yeah. Through, that uh, way, th- that way, when she's caught having sex heard. with a white with a black man, she's not some like. Um, you know, dirty, destroyed by. I mean, no, I mean, there's no impropriety. All the racists impersonating her husband. Yeah, yeah, she wouldn't have sex with a black man. That's horrible. Who would do that? He looks just like Joe. Yeah, my husband. Yep. You can see the confusion. Yes. Um, raising an insurrection, stealing a horse. I mean, that's a mule badass. or baled <laughs> cotton and housebreaking. This is a very unranked order of operations. Yeah. We started with homicide. Then it went to assault on a white woman. Then it was having sex with a white woman. Then it's armed insurrection. <laughs> and then stealing Then we cotton. go to horse thieving and stealing uh, cotton. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever. What the hell is housebreaking? Is that like breaking into a house? Is what? that means? Okay. Yeah, it's breaking into a house. <laughs> okay. I, be, I usually B&E, think of a housebreaking like potty training a dog. I don't. Yeah. Okay. No, it's a B and E. Okay, okay, it's a B and E. All right, uh, for crimes not demanding death, the Negroes might be confined at hard labor, whipped, or transported. Remember, this is definitely better and different than slavery. Um, definitely, I do. Know, I do want to know. All right, so I can either be confined to hard labor, whipped, or you can move me that away. Yeah, and I'll, I'm going to choose the moving me that away. Yeah. Um, and by the way, if you can't tell, it's very hard to get out of the South. But for the black people that could. You can tell why the hell they got the hell out, even after the Civil Mm -hmm. War. Um, This should be pretty obvious. Uh, But punishments more degrading than imprisonment shall not be opposed upon a white person for a crime not infamous. What's that even mean? It means if you're not Bonnie and Clyde, uh, the worst you could do is go to jail. No capital punishment. So again, you know, here's once again. The things that are taken as normal these days um, and that are taken as totally neutral have their roots explicitly in racism. Uh, Not that capital punishment didn't exist before this, but capital punishment in the South from the Civil War on was explicitly only in existence, explicitly not a figment of the past uh, other than infamous crimes, whatever the hell that means, to kill black people and not white people. (laughs) this makes sense that being said david don't i know you want to i know you want to read more fun legalese and codes Uh, (sighs) but i i i can't anymore okay i can't there's only 52 minutes is the limit at which i can read dense legalese from the 1860s about how depressing it was that we fucked up uh so badly so badly yeah no Um, and it's not gonna get any better so this is a nice it's not this is a nice deep breath yeah yeah, we're gonna take we're gonna take a deep week long, long centering of ourselves, and uh, maybe we'll read ahead uh, and see if we can condense any of the dense legalese for I do you like guys. The maybe idea of reading will. ahead, but I, the only reason I don't now is because I just effing can't. So yeah, no, I'm about to say the, 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 this is a, this is not a limitation if we don't want to do it. It's just this is where we're at, guys. We're doing yeah, our best. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, but I, if you, like I said, if I will you read doing... ahead, I, I'd be very happy about that. We can also brand it Red Dead and Read Ahead. <laughs> I refuse to, to incorporate any any. Although the best time for me to be reading ahead would probably be while I'm riding my horse uh, all across long stretches of fake middle middle America. Yeah, so yeah, it makes you, you know, really we'll really want to kill those KKK guys. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just that's going to be my soundtrack because this is all happening at the same time. It's like it's like 1868 or yeah. so, or something like there that. Or, so so it's all happening at the same time. Like I can I can interpose this and create a weird alternate reality fan fiction. Yeah yeah. Arthur Morgan just storming into South Carolina and shooting at people. Uh, to to uh, that's an infamous crime. He does infamous shit. Yeah. Steals all sorts of things. I just pet dogs. I just pet dogs a lot. It's a lot of petting dogs. It's really dog petting and horse riding simulator slash KKK murder simulator 2020. Just don't steal the horses or housebreak the dogs unless you're white. No, no. I do also an immense amount of chores. I'm enjoying chores. You want to go chop some wood? I'm going to chop some wood. Meanwhile, hmm. if you all want to talk talk to me about my wood chopping habits... Um, there are a couple different ways. Maybe you want to. Maybe you want to talk to David about about something he read this week. I don't know. 
um, or or say something uh, salacious enough in the Discord that you get David to appear like a <laughs> like a summoned jinn, just appearing, uh, you know, to 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 talk to you. Um, I did. Th- there are ways you can do. I that. did make my semi annual appearance. By the, this, you this, did. Yes. It was a good semi annual appearance. Yeah. Again, it's 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 a it's like a Bigfoot sighting in Discord. <laughs> um, but if you wanted to talk to us, there are there are three ways you can do it. The first way is you can email us. Mm-hmm. At Mark's Madness Pod, or not, you can email us marksmadnesspod at gmail.com. That is, that is the way, the, the most traditional method that we use. You know, our fun, our fun, you could, you could mail us something, but I'm not going to the post office right now. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, next thing, you could, uh, get us on Twitter. We're there. Mm-hmm. We're, we, a lot of people are finding us on Twitter. It's good times. You can DM us. We just hang out on the timeline. You know, it's, it's all sorts of fun things. I did a fun, uh, tweet storm thread where I detailed the dumbest debate of all time. Oh, God. Yes. Um, that was, that was fun. I'm, I'm, I'm intending to tell that story again in some other format. You're going to tell it in every format you know. I, you are. I, it's the best story I know. Okay. <laughs> I do what I can. Uh, but yeah, you can you can hit us up on Twitter. It's fun times there. Um, or, or as we said, you can you can come over here on Discord. Discord's fun. I love Discord. It is it is the it is my happy place. It's where you hang out with people. There's a lot of people right now playing uh, uh, Dead by Daylight uh, as a team, which is fun. If you want to run around and uh, and do some some 80s slasher kill, basically you you run around and get killed by Rob while mm-hmm. he plays Ghost Man from Scream. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's just the vibe we're going with. It's a good vibe. Um, or again, there's good discussion going on. Uh, a lot of people starting, uh, a lot of people talking about starting projects, starting YouTube channels, starting podcasts and stuff like that, that we will shout out when they become extant. But yeah, it's just a good place to talk to people and, and, and have some community and feel like you're not totally alone again, to be clear, not our discord, not ours. It's Dumb and awful's discord. We just live there and they're nice enough to let us live there. So to be clear, that's, that's who owns the discord. And, uh, and we, we are, we are just renting space for free. Like the vagrants we are. Um, that being said, we did our disclaimer at the end of last week's yeah. obscenely long episode, yeah. so we're not disclaiming this week. No, no, no disclaimer. I do, I do want to do. Um, since I'm not doing disclaimer, a little reminder out there. So I know the uh, good reminder. Uh, the media is not out there reporting like every uprising out there. If the media is remembering that Black Lives Matter exists in the year that Black Lives Matter most prominently existed, it's as Easter eggs and bad Elizabeth Warren interviews. But uh, the fight is still going on in the streets. Um, so if you're not, you know, running into it uh, around you, you know, keep your ears open. See see where they need help. See where people need help. Uh, remember, this is not about just, you know, hot button protests and then it all goes away. It's about digging in and organizing and building the community and radicalizing the community and educating the community and listening to the community to see what their needs are and to, you know, build mutual aid, to train people in self-defense, to give people political communication, to, you know, expand whatever party or org you're in and drive people into these parties to organize. Uh, so make sure you are out there doing that just because, you know, you're not seeing like the local news talk about uh, a Black Lives Matter protest burning down another police station does not mean the work is less important when the when the enthusiasm dies down or that the enthusiasm has even died down. It's just not catching the attention out there. Uh, also, remember, an enormous part of this, which you can see here, uh, is this is all tied around the prison industrial complex. So make sure, you know, you hook up. There's a lot of orgs out there that can hook you up with someone to write in, in prison um, or if you know someone, you know, in prison and you just haven't been writing them you know write them give them some kind of outside communication uh not every situation is the same i mean there are rare cases where you know outside communication makes someone more of a target but typically outside communication uh gives someone to talk to gives someone some advocacy uh it actually drives better treatment because they know someone is listening to the outside and they can speak out about stuff so it's very very important to write them to listen to them to understand their experiences and to to know how you can stand up um and especially now because there's there's you know certain uh, prisons that are going through things like you know hunger strikes uh, Uh, that they're putting on because of the horrid treatments, not just all the time, but how those are amplified and getting worse during COVID. Uh, If there is one place that COVID proliferates, it's in prisons. And we see that in California. They're so used to enslaving and imprisoning women's prisoners to put out wildfires. They're all sick with COVID because the prison has treated them like garbage. There's no one to put out the wildfires. Uh, You see, uh, was it, is it Colorado or Idaho? I have to look up where the, the hunger strike 
uh, is that the... Uh, I want to say it's Colorado. I want to say it's Colorado. But I could be very wrong. I, no, I, I believe it is Colorado. Uh, it was a hunger strike where there was a, a phone zap uh, you know, being pushed out by the new African Black Panther Party uh, this last week. Um, so, you know, I mean, they're going to hunger strike against COVID conditions. So, I mean, there's a lot of battles out there and thoughts that, that need your help and need your advocacy advocacy and need your assistance. we fucked up we weren't even close oh my god okay we'll just <laughs> just retcon that shit back um we we do edits okay uh so in oregon uh for example you know there's a hunger strike the new african black panther party uh has been calling for you know phone zap communication support on and by the time this comes out i mean obviously a hunger strike won't necessarily be over but the week of the phone zaps will unless they they do another one um but you know that being said uh, to know these things are going on and know when they come up and, and when they're planned or when they just pop off. I mean, the best way you're going to do that is through organizations who are in touch uh, with prisoners and through communication prisoners themselves. So get yourself in an organization if you can, uh, you know, drive people into organizations and, and politically educate them and keep in communication with people in prisons. 100%. That being said, this has been Mark's Madness. Uh, we, we do a podcast. We'll be here every Wednesday, whether you want us to or not, uh, <laughs> till the end of linear time, because that's how this works. Yep. Um, that being said, my name is Nathan. My name's David. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.